0: Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On the Pace for your daily dose of news and tips.
1: Good morning, welcome back, and welcome to Sky Sports Radio for On the Pace, our extended version as always on a Monday morning, a very special day for New South Wales harness racing. We often have racing on a Monday, we don't often have heats of the gold bracelet, and of course, the Gold Chalice out of Bathurst. They had the afternoon meeting today, the third meeting of the Gold Crown Carnival. We've had the two year olds go around. Today it's the three year olds. And the first race there kicks off just after one o'clock. Someone who's had a huge hand in this entire carnival, including likely today, is Amanda Turnbull. Amanda, thanks for taking the time to talk to us this morning. Mm I'm really good, thank you, buddy. We know you're busy, so we're not going to bother you for too long, but we would like your opinion and potentially some winners. Race one today. First race goes just after one o'clock. at the heat of the bracelet. Now you're on, Joanna, for Emma Stewart, who, along with Clayton Tonkin, seem to have a pretty staggering strike rate when they put you on their horses.
0: Yeah, to drive one for them because you, you know they're ready to go and they have really nice horses.
1: A horse like Joanna, she's high quality. She's in a field which shouldn't scare her too much. You know most of these horses because a lot of them are from up your way. Is it a case where you'd expect her to lead and win race one today?
0: Yeah, I think so. Um, she's got good gait speed, so she should be able to hold up. And, um, yeah, it looks quite an easy field for her too. So, yeah, she should be too good.
1: One of yours, when you train yourself, is Blaze Coop's. In the fourth today. Now, usually when you go to Bathurst, you're close to favourite. You're only second favourite here because you're drawn up against the New South Wales Oaks winner, in Antonia. Do you give yourself any chance of beating the Oaks champion?
0: No, oh, no, I don't think so. Maybe if I drew inside it and could sit on it, but um, no, my filly sort of um, over raced a little bit, so we're just going to have to try and find a helmet. I hope she can run into second.
1: Okay, with well, a horse like her, just for those people listening to the show who who don't follow the harness racing that closely, what does she need to do to make Saturday's final? So what's a pass mark today?
0: Um, I think she's just got to come in the first three and um, and then just hope for a really good draw in the final. But um, yeah, she's just got to do everything right. She, she can do a lot wrong, so just do everything right and and off.
1: The gold chalice, amandas for the three-year-old Colts and Geldings. You have Lyrical Genius drawn well in the eighth on the card. I didn't think it was a pushover field. You're likely to have maybe Eagle Commander on your back, and Ricochet's showing a bit of ability. Is he good enough to lead and do things right enough to win Lyrical Genius?
0: Yeah, I think so. Um, It is... Um, Going to be tough with um, Eagle on the back. He he's a very speedy horse. Um, but if my fella relaxes in front, um, he, he he's a really nice horse. And I think um, being a heat, he shouldn't cop too much pressure. And yeah, he he can he can really go if he if he's on on the right headspace sort of thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He looks like he's got a few tricks, or is that just an experience?
0: Uh, no, he's got a lot of tricks. We. He's a bit of a handful everywhere, really, at home and, and at the races. But um, he's done a great job for, for what he puts himself through. So hopefully we, we can get another couple of runs out and then he can, can have a break.
1: In race nine, you're on Ideal Dan. It's another one for Emma Stewart. But you're in a very, very strong heat. I thought this was a tricky race because Lock and Bar Chief's a good horse. We know Tasty Delight's a good horse. Your dad's got one of the locals and why are drinking in there? Um Barrier eight's gonna make this I thought Amanda, a really tricky race.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um it's a really strong heat and um very tricky draw for him. He's sort of a speedy horse too, but he he um he's gonna have to try and find a, a good trip and and be close enough to them sort of horses to to finish with him with him.
1: Okay, of the ones you're driving today, Amanda, is Joanna your best winning chance?
0: Yeah, I think so, definitely by, by far, yeah.
1: Okay. we we'll go back to Friday night and, and the two-year-old heats of the Crown, which is sort of the glamour event of the entire carnival, you drove a horse called Lightning Dan the other day and he still looks like he's learning quite a bit, but he looks a very serious type of horse and I thought pretty hard to beat in the final.
0: Yeah, definitely, Um he still thinks it's a bit of a game and, and not fully switched on, but um, definitely definitely got um, the ability and he sort of just jogged in there and night, still trying to work out where they were.
1: Also, on Friday night, you won the Smooth Satin Cup with Elmer's image, considering your dad drove and trained Smooth Satin for almost his entire career. That must have been pretty special. I know you've won bigger races, but it must have been nice to win the race after the Great War.
0: Yeah, definitely, um, especially with my favourite old horse. So, yeah, it's pretty fitting that that he, that he won a race like that, and um, he done it pretty tough and and won it good.
1: He's he's been a good horse for you, Elmer's. I mean, he's won the eighteen races and nearly three hundred thousand dollars. Like, you got him from New Zealand. Is he the type of horse when you buy them from New Zealand? You have those expectations for because I thought when he was racing in New Zealand, he probably didn't look a horse who would win eighteen races.
0: Um, yeah, we just sort of look for the ones that just do a good job and, um, yeah, like we didn't expect him to be this good and he's just, um, took us on a great ride and, um, and won some really nice races. But, um, yeah, we sort of just look at ones that will go through their grade and win our money back and, um, yeah, he took the next step.
1: Are you looking forward to Saturday night, Amanda? I mean, I know these days you've traveled around Lots of states, you've won lots of big races, you've won group ones and a whole bunch of places. But it's still your home track and it's still your biggest carnival. Are you looking forward to the experience on Saturday night of being there with so many old friends, new friends, driving to good stables?
0: Yeah, definitely. Um love the carnival and it's it's a um, busy but a good time. And um, yeah, you get a lot of experience, especially driving the babies and stuff like that. So it's still pretty hard and yeah, it's really good.
1: Did you do any shopping at the yearling sales yesterday?
0: Yeah, yeah, bought a couple of um they were um a Vincent and a Theatre Dragon, so new okay.
1: see how they go. Now, on that regard, Amanda, for anybody listening to this who goes, Oh, I want to Amanda too, she drives a lot of winners, trains a lot of winners, do you have room in the stable? Are there shears available in horses or are you pretty full to capacity?
0: Um, yeah, we've always got shares. We, a lot of the Kiwis we buy, we, we syndicate them out. So, um, yeah, we, we, there's always people um, that can go in and share in one.
1: Well, Amanda, I'm sure there's plenty of people listening to this who wouldn't mind looking at a share of maybe even that Vincent one so they can get a hold of you. I'm sure this is your phone number available on uh, hrnz.com.au. Amanda, thanks taking the time to talk to us today. Good luck for the remainder of the carnival, not only today, of course, but the big day of the final, big night of the finals on Saturday Thanks, mate. That's Amanda Turnbull. She's had a huge hand so far on what's called the Crown Carnival. For those just joining us, that resumes just after one o'clock today at Bathurst with heats of the bracelet for the three-year-old girls and heats of the chalice for the... Three-year-old boys. Blake Fitzpatrick is in the truck. I'm sure he's not driving because he wouldn't be talking on the phone if he was. And he's heading to Bathurst for the day. Blake, thanks for taking the time to talk with us on the radio this morning, mate. Uh, Not a problem. Good morning, mate. Mate, you're on a pretty serious horse today. You're having your first race day steer on Tasty Delight for Brian Portelli. He's in race nine today, or actually tonight. It's 5.54. How did you end up on one of the best three-year-olds in New South Wales?
2: Uh, I've always had an association with Brian Mick and I've actually driven him the once before in a heat of the fastest gold crown of the two-year-old when Brian was suspended. so um, I was fortunate enough to win on him that day and when Brian decided he, he didn't want to drive him today he, um, he gave him the call which you know, I was thrilled about.
1: Well Blake, does it mean if things go well today you'll be driving him on the final on Saturday night? not? Uh,
2: I've so that's totally up to Brian, Mick, but um, I spoke to him early last week and he said he'd make a decision after today. Obviously, we've got to get through to the final, but
1: yeah, I'm sure Brian will make his line up after today. No, it's a tricky heat. It's probably the race of the day. In fact, one of the races of the carnival up at it's mock and bar chief who's stood inside you, ideal down outside you, while he's drinking. Now, it's not an easy field, What? What sort of chance do you give Tasty Delight, who who may still well be the best three-year-old in New South Wales?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Mickey definitely showed this season that he's right up there with the best of them, and he's running the New South Wales Derby. Although your season was, was outstanding. So, as you stated today, no walk in the park at all. There's some really nice horses in it, and by far the hardest thing. So he's going to have to be on his game. But the beauty of a horse like Tasty Delight is. Be strong enough to make your own luck, so um, from,
1: from the draw obviously pressing forward and yeah, just be keeping him as close as possible. Well, Luke McCarthy's driving Lock and Bar Chief, who's obviously a pretty good three-year-old, but a case where because it's a heat, you'd expect Luke McCarthy to be smart enough to hand up to you because then you can run one-two and if he's good enough to beat you, he'll beat you. So, what do you think? Do you think you have a chance of getting the
2: lead? Oh, look, it's Luke's obviously a very good driver, and he's driving a smart horse. Nick coming from David Moran's stable, although he's first up, I'm sure he'll be ready to go. So, um, yeah, look, Tasty Delight would be a good horse to follow because you'll get get him as far as he has to be. But yeah, I'll know after 100 metres. But obviously, I'll be coming out as hard as I can, and and it'll, it'll be a fairly
1: good tempo, I'm sure. Mate, in race eight, you're driving one of your own in Ricochet. Clearly, there's a stack of ability there. Um, he went to Young for the derby last time and, and had no luck. What do you make of it today from uh, a better draw? Yeah, I think he's third up today and drawn really well and probably
2: unlucky not to have won the Young derby 10 days ago. He broke 50 metres from the line, but he looked like he winning or run second. So he clashes again today with a very good genius who won that race and although it's drawn better than than me today. There's probably not a lot between the two, so it should be a really good
1: race. What about your horse's gate speed? Because uh, we just spoke to Amanda and she was suggesting she might try and stay handy if he behaves himself. Do you have a gate speed to maybe pressure him early doors?
0: Yeah, definitely.
2: He's quick out ricochet and he's also a strong horse. He likes to be, to be driven forward and put into the race. So uh, from barrier three today, I'll, I'll give I'm not in
1: front. I should be outside the leader, Mick. On a, on a wet day today, it's probably the place to be. Mate, how do you see the rest of the carnival shaping for you? Because obviously, Tasty Delight is an awesome drive to potentially have on Saturday night. Do you have another horse who's come through the heats already hitting to really hit Saturday, who gives you a chance of winning one of the Bathurst crowns or tiaras? Uh, not, not this year,
2: Mick. We're a little bit light on with the two-year-olds, but uh, definitely Tasty Delight
1: will be the highlight if I'm fortunate
0: enough to dive him on Saturday
1: night. Mate, the horse I need to ask you about is a horse you know I absolutely love in your stable and Jamondi. he came back to racing about three starts ago. He was okay and I think he's been improving with every run since and his gait seems to be cleaning up. Is it time for the radio listeners today to start following Jamondi over the next couple of weeks because his best form is starting to, to come to fruition?
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Mickey, he,
2: he came back from Victoria and he's had the three runs back here in New South Wales and probably hasn't been quite at his best, but he, his last run 10 days ago at Menangal was I was really pleased with him. I think he broke 56 in his last half off the track, so definitely back to where he should be and he'll be lining up again next
1: Tuesday at Menangle Mick, so, yeah, keep an eye out for him. Well, just a bit of a weather report there. Obviously, there's been rain... All over New South Wales has been a, a bizarre time for lots of people in racing because of that. Um, where you're heading towards Bathurst, is, is it raining where you are, and, and you're mentioning a wet track today? Are we expecting that to be the case again? I would be very surprised if it wasn't. Nick, it's been quite torrential
2: from the whole way through the mountains today, and I know at our place back at Camden, it's been non-stop raining since last Thursday. So, yeah, everything's saturated and. We'll
1: be glad. Uh, I didn't think we'd ever say this, so we'll be glad to see the end of it. <laughs> stay safe, stay dry. Um, good luck today, mate, and uh, good luck to the rest of the carnival heading forward. We appreciate your time this morning, buddy. No,
3: thanks
1: very much, yeah. Okay, Blake Fitzgerald, he gets on a very good horse and tasty tonight today. And the base of the day at Bathurst. So the Bathurst meeting kicks off at one o'clock, and it's an absolute beauty. Um, Heats of the chalice and of the tiara, sorry, the chalice and the bracelet. Um, for the boys and the girls race 9's the big race of the day Tasty Delight versus Lock and Bar Chief and a couple of others so very strong there Blake jumping on Tasty Delight for actually the second of time second time and he's going to press forward in the night today another man who has a very good 3 year old to drive is Anthony Frisbee one of the locals from up there in Bathurst so since we're in weather mode today thanks for joining us Anthony how's the uh, weather up your way
3: yeah, yeah, thanks, Mick. It's um it's been raining all morning, but um I think the track should be all right.
1: All right, when Bathurst gets wet, what have you found in the past? Is it a case where it's better to be in front and kicking the grip back in other people's faces, or is it one of those tracks that becomes a swooper's track when it gets wet?
3: Oh, it's sort of um Tony has the track pretty good, really, but um I think it's always it's a little bit easier in front when it's a bit wet, you know? Um, you know it's always hard to see to make sure your horse um, handles the wet but um, yeah hopefully in front always better if you can get that
1: but You kick off your day at one, race 1 one hundred four today with Auntie Bella it looks one of those typical heats of a big series where if you could finish seconds you'd probably be pretty happy because Joanna looks like it's got barrier 1 and would be awfully hard to beat
3: Yeah absolutely um it's a very hard race, I reckon. Um, if we can sort of, um, you know, come out and get a nice little sit there somewhere, I think that'll be um, that'll be our best best hope to, you know, to, um, just have a little sprint sprint home. Really, I don't think we can beat it at all, but I'd like to think we can. <laughs> but, um, you know, like as you said, if we can come second, that'll be that be fantastic.
1: Anthony, you've got an outside drive and the fifth on the, the card. That's so, Peter Davis, Gro Dale. The form's not inspiring, but to be honest, it's not a tough field. What sort of chance will he be for the each-way punters today?
3: Yeah, well, I um, trialed it there last Monday, and um, it actually didn't go too bad. He, just sort of, um, just a one-paced fella, um, you know, up the back on the trial. He was sort of was off the bit real bad, but on the line, he was probably doing his best work. So, um, you know, if you can sort of get up there and um, be there about. Um, you know, I reckon he should he should run a, a, a not a bad race. To be honest with you.
1: Mate, there's a horse in race seven today I absolutely love, who is one of yours. He ain't faking. I thought he was a real chance for punters today. He's got barrier four, and the favourite for the race, Captain Crusaders, drawn the second line. What happened to he ain't faking last start at Maningle? And was that the reason he missed the New South Wales Derby?
3: Yeah, that's right. He it um, was really impressive his first start back, um, and then he um, then uh, he, he did get crook after that race, and we just sort of had him. It was sort of okay at home, but we sort of um, wasn't a hundred percent happy with him. Um, and then um, he um, yeah, and then he got a bit. He, he was crook again after that, and then. We just wasn't happy with him um, during the week, uh, and then we we just ended up deciding to um, pull him out. Um, I think it was the best thing we'd done. we done. He, he's been um, he's been quite good um, uh, as of late, so um, I think he's hopefully got over it, and um, he seems pretty bright there um, the last couple of weeks. So I think we um, all going well. We sh- we should be on sale.
1: Okay, has he trialed and, and is he ready today to go forward and, and put a gap between himself and Captain Crusader? Because for, for the punters, that would seem to be a huge tactical advantage.
3: Yeah, that's right. We we haven't um, had a trial, um, but we we're pretty confident that we should be right. He always um, he always goes pretty good fresh. Uh, he's not a he's not a very big built horse. He's he's a pretty light on sort of fella. Um, that, that you know he he hasn't missed much work at home, um, but I, I really think he you know he, he should be alright. He he probably won't be at his top at his top form, but I think what he's at, it should um, he should be enough to get him through.
1: Okay, can he go to the lead? Is he the type of horse who has the gate speed or the attitude to go forward early, Anthony?
3: I think he does. I think we have got enough. He hasn't got blistering gate speed, but he's got enough gate speed to sort of bugger the ones on the outside of him, and um, make the inside, the inside few work a bit. Um, so I reckon if he if he happens to roll to the front, um, I reckon we should be pretty hard to beat. I reckon, you know, pending out the track and all that, all the above is, but um, I think he, sh- you know, should be there, there about for sure early. Mm-hmm. Mate, last Friday you drove. Our George Boston, who was
1: favourite for his heat of the crown, he only finished third. Does that get you in the final or were you in the consolation?
3: No, he'll be in the consolation. Um, Even the, I think that was the slowest heat of the night. I think they only went two minutes or something. So, um, yeah, he's got to be held up. But, yeah, he'll be in the consolation.
1: All right, is he a horse to follow? Because obviously, sometimes we have these early season two-year-olds They're there because they can run, and some of them are there because they're still developing, and getting better. Which one's he?
3: I reckon he, he should he should go alright. I was really happy with his run. Like you sort of, I got held up, and then um, you know halfway up the straight, he really he got balanced up and really knuckled to the line. Um, you know, I reckon he should be something to follow in the consolation. Um, of course, you know. Well, there's always barrier draws coming into it and all that sort of stuff, but he's he's a nice little horse. He's a good little sit and horse, and um, when he won his first up with with he he really he really went good. So I, I think he should should be thereabouts in the consolation for sure. Mate, we the yearling sales
1: up your way yesterday. Did you pop along to the yearling sales because it's one of those events which is never quite as much fun with the rain. So how did the day go down yesterday?
3: No, were well, quite lucky. There was only a, a little shower uh, went over, um, you know, mid midday, and um, it was a quite a good day up there. Actually, it wasn't wasn't um, too cold, so uh, no, it was quite a nice day. It was pretty good.
1: What was the uh, what was the general interest like? Was there some some nice horses on display there? Because there seems to be a few barns and a few farms up that way who are investing nice money, and there's some nice stallions in New South Wales
3: at the moment. Was this nice nice on show? Yeah, there was quite there was, there was some good stuff there for Bathurst, I thought, and um, you know, I I wasn't there all day but um, you know, they seemed to be going for not too bad of money but um not quite sure what the averages were but um uh, you know, it's usually not as good as the APG and all that sort of stuff, but
0: um, you know, I think there was there's always there was always some nice stuff there, so